I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head. A safe place to hide a hurting heart. A gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. All right. I am sitting here in my big, comfortable, manly, black leather papa chair in my living room, and I am booted up. I am booted up, not my computer, me. Actually, my right foot is booted up to knock off some of the agony of defeat. My feet. Remember that? The, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Jim McKay from a long time ago. Well, right now, I don't know about the thrill of victory, but I sure know about the agony of defeat. Defeat started hurting a few days ago. So I went to the doctor today, and he put on his most serious face, and he poked my right ankle, and he looked up at me, and he said, Did that hurt? <laughs> he had to look up at me because when he poked, I instantly found myself looking down on him from the ceiling. He said, Hmm, I hate that. When a doctor or an automobile or an airplane mechanic pokes something and he says, hmm, because hmm is usually an expensive and very painful word. Well, it was obviously x-ray time. I hate that too. He says, this won't hurt. And then the nurse covered most of me with a lead blanket. And he and the nurse both smiled happily at me and he unwound a very long electric cord with a big red button at the end of it as they walked hand in hand down the hall together to a handily positioned lead-lined closet. I don't know exactly what they were doing in there, but after a while, one of them must have pushed the red button because the x-ray machine went click and immediately the lights flicked. A mosquito that was buzzing across the room crashed and I heard something that sounded strangely like ka-ching coming from the billing office. It was a wonderful experience. So it turns out the uh, x-rays showed that I pulled something that can only be described in Latin in my right ankle, which is why I am suffering the, the, the agony of defeat. Now, I am unclear as to how you can pull something in your ankle. But I am clear that the old song was right because your ankle bone is very definitely connected to the head bone. Because when I stepped on my ankle bone, my mouth part of my head bone made a very loud noise which expressed quite clearly in words of four letters the agony of defeat. Well, looks like the fix for my problem is special inserts that must be carefully made in what, judging by the price, must be an AMA-approved workshop staffed by fully licensed elves working under government control and supervision, which is definitely not affected by the sequester. When the doctor told me what they cost, the mouth part of my head boom made another very loud noise, my wallet jumped out of my pocket and ran up my leg to hide, and I am pretty sure that I heard that very strange ka-ching sound coming from the billing office again. Says it's going to take two weeks for the inserts to be ready. 
Interestingly, probably about the same length of time it'll take for the check to clear. And in the meantime, there is this boot that he says will help reduce the agony of defeat. The boot isn't really a boot. It's a, it's a leather contraption that you tie on your foot with laces and Velcro. And the doctor says, you have to tie it tight. And he did. <laughs> Boy, did he. I think he overdid it. As he was tying it, my toes tried to fall off, and the rest of my foot went from a size 10 and a half to a size 36 triple D, and I could feel my nose and ears beginning to pop off my face. For some silly reason, I kept thinking, this is what Cinderella's stepsisters must have felt like trying to jam their feet into the prince's glass slipper. <laughs> it was like this little guy inside my head was trying to give me a silly picture to distract me from all the agony of defeat. <laughs> Sticks to tails, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Caterpillars have 4,000 muscles. Humans have only 640. So I guess if you go to the gym and you work out like crazy, you may become a caterpillar. Who knows? Can you imagine the surprise on a caterpillar's face the morning he wakes up and finds he's a butterfly. Weird. Hey, you'll never guess what Dolly Parton's CB handle is. <laughs> I warn you, it's a little sexist. I'll tell you in a minute. The smart guys in the white lab coats tell us that most people can guess someone's sex just by smelling his or her breath. Now, it seems to me that if you're standing close enough to somebody to smell his or her breath, there should be other clues, don't you think? Now, you're not going to believe this, because I'm, I'm having a hard time believing it, but supposedly, the country with the highest consumption of prune juice is Iran. <laughs> really? That's what it says. Oh, yeah, and Dolly Parton's CB handle is booby traps. Dolly Parton is a talented and funny lady. We saw her in concert a little while after Janet Jackson had her famous wardrobe malfunction at the, uh, at the Super Bowl. And when Dolly came out on stage, first thing she said was, don't worry, there can't be a wardrobe malfunction with me because it would wipe out the first three rows in the audience. <laughs> Hello, Dolly. <laughs> Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. And for a little housekeeping here, if you don't mind, if you like these podcasts or my spoken word story CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, would you tell a couple of friends, please? Because they might like them, too. And, of course, you'd be doing me a favor. So, thank you very much. If you're a sports fan, you probably remember that the agony of defeat is the second part of Jim McKay's wonderful statement about a skier on ABC Television's Wild World of Sports a lot of years ago. Full statement was, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. And the guy, you know, tumbled down the, the ski jump thing there and it was definitely an agony. Of course, 
Jim McKay uh, meant to feed as D-E-F-E-A-T, but, uh, you know, we've improved that over time. Anyway, it was definitely time for checking out the first part of that statement uh, when I was there at the doctor's office. You know, the thrill of victory was a little past due here. And when you think about it, and I do sometimes, I think the biggest victory of my life was when I managed to talk my lady wonder wench into running off with me. <laughs> it's a long time ago. And when I hobbled out to the waiting room, she was there, just waiting to drive me home, looking beautiful, just like she has been for a very long time. It's a story a little bit like ours in uh, Night Connection's personal audio CD. The day tonight's concert tickets were not sailed, you and your husband got to the box office at 6 o'clock in the morning to stand online. You felt like a couple of kids again, and that was good because you've been depressingly responsible most of the time lately. Money has been tight since you lost your job, and you've had to get by on only one income. And he hasn't been bringing home the bonus money that he used to make since his company went through some belt tightening a few months ago. The concert is an anniversary present that you've decided to give each other. And now he's not going to be home to go with you. Most of the time you'd have just been kind of disappointed and gone with your friend next door. But today, your three-year-old's ear infection came back. And somebody backed into the side of your car at the shopping center. And worst of all, there's just no doubt that you found your first gray hair. You've had a massive headache all day. Your period is late, and his best buddy from college called to say that he's going to be able to make it this weekend after all. With his wife and three kids. And the worst part of it, the worst part of it, is that you're secretly glad that you don't have to go to the concert tonight. You're just absolutely exhausted. And you can't ever remember having that kind of relieved reaction to such a disastrous and disappointing development before. Are you really getting old? Outside of calling him cruel, insensitive, and stupid, you didn't have much to say to your husband on the phone. Oh, yes. You also reminded him that he was gaining weight and losing hair. But now that you've had a little time to calm down a bit, you know that when he comes home, you're going to remind him that even though he is cruel, insensitive, overweight, and balding, that you know he's not really stupid because he had the great good sense to come home to you and he does all the time. And you're still young enough to know how to love even the cruelest, most insensitive, overweight, and balding husband you ever had better than anybody else ever could. thinking she had to look into the mirror to brush her hair and put on a little lipstick, you know. She had to look into her mirror. And sometimes, 
When a woman looks into her mirror at a time like that, she gets a little scared at the changes that 15 years can make. 15 years is a long time. I don't know if she got scared, but I'm very proud to tell you I do know she didn't back down. She sprayed a little perfume around the room, she lit a candle, and she met him at their front door, wearing a lovely smile. That story is called The Couples Concert. It's from the Night Connections personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, uh, go back to DickSummer.com. Download it from the Night Connections icon on the home page. As I mentioned in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, which is a shameless plug. In the book... I mentioned that a good Louis Louis lady can turn the agony of defeat into the thrill of victory for her Louis Louis lad in a lot of different ways. Of course, one of the advantages that those of us who are Louis Louis lads have is the fact that we've been there, done that. You know, we we don't make any claims about understanding how women do what they do because we know that's never going to happen. But we have the advantage of being able to remember some things that younger guys have never seen or heard. For example, we do have some idea of what a woman really means when she says the word fine. Fine is the word that women use to end an argument when they know they're right and you need to shut up. The word nothing means something and you better figure out what that something is. Go ahead is a dare. It is not permission to do something. That's okay means she is thinking long and hard on how and when you will pay for your latest goof. And if she says, wow, I mean, she cannot imagine how one person could be so stupid. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Louis, Louis, generation guys have gone through it often. And right now, as I'm going through it, I'm I'm thinking about what Big Louie, the chief mustard cutter of our Louie, Louie generation, always says. Big Louie always says, you can never tell when something wonderful is going to happen. So, who knows, maybe this podcast might get my lady wonder wench thinking about some creative ways that she could turn my agony of defeat to another thrill of victory for me. She's really good at that. Okay, time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.